Good evening, my little teacups, and welcome back to another episode of Evening Tea with May. I am your host, Nora May. And before we get started, I would just like to inform you that if you are experiencing the type of things that we are experiencing and talking about in this podcast, please be sure to talk to a professional or talk to anybody you may need of therapy for. So let's get into it. Today we are talking about my sleep paralysis. (laughs) Yes, I do have sleep paralysis. Yes, I'm doing homework right now, but... If I stop talking for a period of time, that means I am writing something down. But we are going to talk about my sleep paralysis. And yes, I have been dodging this episode for the past few months. And I would just like to say that, no, I am not faking it. A lot of people on here or somewhere else who are listening to my podcast think that I'm faking everything. Um, Let me just say, fuck you. I am not faking anything. I go to therapy almost every day, whether it's between social distancing or not, but I do call him my therapist. I call him making sure that I'm checking out everything for my health and my sleep duration. So yes, we are going to talk about my sleep paralysis. We're going to talk about sleep paralysis in general and what have I experienced during the duration of my sleep paralysis? Now, my sleep paralysis in general has been less frequent now that I moved out. Uh, yes, I do still have my um, I do still have my apartment due to the apartment Karen situation. But in a few weeks, I will be moving out again, um, only because. COVID-19. What else is there? Um, But yes, I will be moving back to my parents' house um, only because I think it's safer for me to be with them. My mom is over 60 and COVID-19 can affect people with respiratory problems in previous histories or in previous family history. And my mom has diabetes. So like, I feel like she's liable to get that and I I can't think about it right now (laughs) so we're gonna talk about sleep paralysis as a whole right now and oh sorry excuse me um so sleep paralysis as a definition and as a whole is the temporary inability to move or speak in which can occur when waking or falling asleep Sleep paralysis often occurs in people who have narcolepsy or sleep apnea, but it can affect anyone. And it's very common, it says, more than 3 million cases per year. It's usually self-treatable, usually self-diagnosable. Lab tests or imaging is not acquired. The symptoms of it, usually self-diagnosable. Episodes involve not being able to speak or move while falling asleep or upon waking up. This usually lasts about one or two minutes. Mine lasts about 40 (laughs) and is often frightening. Yes, very much often frightening because either you witness something or you don't, but I witnessed dark figures surrounding my bed just standing there. Either first appearance, they 
sit on my chest or cause me minimal harm, but the first one sat on my chest preventing me from breathing and then got off because apparently I was gasping too loud in his ear. I don't know what it was, but he got off and he just stood at my bed and just stared at me. So I'm like, I bet. So people may experience common symptoms such as paralysis, which is the inability to move your body or speak, um, anxiety or hallucination. And I guess these figures are hallucinations, but I don't know where they came from, okay? I'm perfectly healthy, aside from the sleep paralysis. <laughs> so treatments include on, well, it depends on the severity of it. So the main treatment is, is improved sleep habits. Sorry if I'm rambling. So it says the main treatment is improved sleep habits or sleep hygiene, including going to bed at the same time every night, ensuring a comfortable sleep environment free of distractions, and avoid having caffeine before sleeping. I drink coffee in the afternoon and in the morning. So that's a thing. So self-care improves sleep habits, supportive care, reassurance. So you can tell people... And I'm doing that. I'm telling people about my sleep paralysis and sleep paralysis as a whole. That's a thing. So for supportive care, reassurance, like I said, providing comfort and support to an anxious person whose condition is not life-threatening but may improve with time. With self-care time, improved sleep habits, good sleep practices include having a regular bedtime schedule and avoiding naps, caffeine, or TV before bed. And no, <laughs> I am looking at medical today, by the way, and we are going to, oh, we are going to, ex uh, we're not going to exclude anything, but we are going to read this article um, about sleep paralysis, demon in the bedroom. Great. Okay, so do you ever feel paralyzed in your sleep and an evil presence is by your bed all the time? <laughs> Here's what's going on. This is Sleep Paralysis Demon in the Bedroom by Susan Davis. So a woman in her late 50s, uh, every night she would fall asleep and then dream that she was unable to move. But then her husband was coming into her room trying to attack her. Helpless. She could neither move nor cry out. This has been going on for several years, says Salit Kushida, MD, PhD, an associate professor of psychiatry and behavioral science at Stanford University. It was very difficult. She was exhausted. It turns out that the woman had a sleep disorder called sleep paralysis, when a person is asleep but immobilized. Like many who have sleep paralysis, she was also having um, a hypnotic solution, uh, hallucinations. I'm sorry, I cannot read words today. Um, that she was being attacked. It was not a serious condition, Kushida says, but it can be very disturbing. Okay, so sleep paralysis causes. Uh, just why or how it happens isn't clear. Researchers believe that sleep paralysis is caused by a disturbed rapid eye movement cycle in which is um, you're moving your eyes back and forth really fast. Either you're sleepwalking or you have insomnia. It usually happens with them. 
but we're going to call it REM because it's just rapid eye movement, REM. So, yes, it's caused by a disturbed REM cycle because it mostly happens as people are falling into or coming out of REM sleep. During that stage, their brains normally paralyze their muscles anyways, so they don't usually act out in their dreams. But during sleep paralysis, the sleepier is awake, or half awake. Oh, sleepier, sorry. Sleeper is awake, or half awake, so it is not aware that she can move. Studies show that between 25 to 50% of Americans have sleep paralysis at least once. I have it more frequently. I have it every night. So that's mm, not good at all. My sleep schedule is fucked up. Period. So many people who also have it have narcolepsy in which they fall asleep uncontrollably. And sleep experts believe that sleep paralysis may also be partly genetic. No one in my family has sleep paralysis or at all. Just, I think some of my cousins do, but that's cousins. So other causes would include um, a disturbed or a disrupted sleep schedule. Yup. Stress. Yup. <laughs> and think jet lag or pulling an all-nighter. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Shit sucks. <laughs> so several studies have also found links between social anxiety and panic disorders within sleep paralysis. Hold on, I'm getting a photo. <laughs> Give me a second. Uh, okay, we are good. Okay, so clearly an episode of sleep paralysis can be scary and which can lead to some unorthodox theories. Research shows that people in countries as diverse as China, East Africa, Mexico, Newfoundland, and the United States have long believed that paralysis has caused demons, witches, or other supernatural creatures sitting on their chests and sometimes trying to have sex with them. I've never had that happen. They just sat on my chest. And yes, these are not human. These are figures that show up. And I don't know why. <laughs> so often the experience is accompanied by noises like loud buzzing. Never heard that. Uh, sensations of being dragged out of bed or flying. Um, and difficulty breathing. Difficulty breathing is the main one, at least. Um, in fact, some research believes um, that sleep paralysis is really what's going on with stories of alien abduction. Now, if you hear people saying, Oh, I was abducted by aliens. It's not true. <laughs> it, this could be. Um, okay, so we're reaching the end of it. So, what can you do about sleep paralysis? Sleep paralysis is frightening, but sleep specialist Salid Kushida, MD, PhD, has said that people can take steps at home to stop the episodes. So skip the nap. Nappers seem to be prone to sleep paralysis than non-nappers, uh, Kushida says, unless the nappers always sleep at the same time each day. So I take a midday nap. I took a midday nap at noon, and then I woke up at like 
I woke up at 2, so <laughs> that's a thing. Um, get as much sleep as possible. There seems to be some evi uh, evidence that people who are sleep-deprived enter REM, or rapid eye movement, like I said, very quickly, which means that they are still awake as their body gets paralyzed, Kushida says. Don't sleep on your back. That's impossible for me. <laughs> I always sleep on my back. Sleep experts have found a correlation between sleeping in a supine or just on your back, a supine position, uh, being vulnerable to sleep paralysis, and seek care. Because sleep paralysis might be linked to other sleep disorders, including REM disruptions and narcolepsy, it is important to see a sleep specialist if your paralysis occurs more often, Kushida says. If you are dealing with high levels of stress or anxiety, consult a mental health professional. And that's the end of the sleep paralysis demon in my bedroom. So that's a thing. People just, this is a short episode. I'm just making it short. But that just glances the right to say that, yes, I have experienced a lot within that. Now, where's my pen? Oh, it's right here. So, I have the first one. The first demon that appeared in my room was Randall. And he is a war veteran. Now, the only people that I know who are in military are my brother-in-law. Ugh. I don't know anyone else. And then the child, his name is Chippy. I really, I, he doesn't do anything. Oh, well, I mean, he pinches. But that's just him. And then the Chernobyl, I just call him Cherry. Because it's either he's saying Cherry or Jerry. But we're just gonna call him Cherry Jerry. Cherry Jerry. And he is on my bookshelf. I'm like, yo, I swear if you break my bookshelf, I'm gonna kill you. But I can't really kill him. So the one under my desk, his name is Ronald. No, not Ronald McDonald. <sighs> his name's Ronald. And the one that's under my bed that showed up, his name is Toffee. And he walks on all fours. Yeah, don't, don't even ask. I drew a picture of him, but I'll send that to one of the people that I'm talking to right now. Um, that is almost six. So the one in my bathroom is, what did I name him? Oh, Gertrude. I'm very, like, gender ambiguous. Um, so I don't know whether or not Gertrude is a dude or a woman. So please do not come after me. Um, yes, I'm gender ambiguous to all of the sleep paralysis demons because I don't know whether or not they are female or male or other. So I'm gonna just leave it at that. Um, so the other one is called Rasp because when he talks or tries to, he has a really raspy, coarse voice. That, ugh, it sounds like a very sickly old man mixed with a smoker 
That's what he sounds like. So his name is Rasp. Yes, R-A-S-P, Rasp. And this is, this is seven. And then the last one that's hanging up on my roof, meaning he's like in the corner, left-hand side of my ceiling. His name, I don't think I gave him a name. Oh, Spark. His name is Spark. Um, only because I think like inches of like flaming spark comes out of his eyes whenever he talks. So I'm like, he's probably a mechanic. Who knows? But yeah, that's my sleep paralysis experience. And that was the experience that um, I just read to you. I do experience some insomnia, but it's less frequent now because I'm getting sleep during quarantine. And I'm also doing homework to occupy my needs. But yeah, if you enjoyed this episode, please give me a follow on my social media. And you know where to find that, which is the first episode of my first season. Blah, 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 blah. Or the introduction. I forgot. I haven't listened to anything (laughs) recently. But I did change a lot of my names. So, um... Yeah, so if you enjoyed this, then thank you for listening. And please don't think I'm fake, because <laughs> I'm not. I am for real serious. So, yeah. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye!